Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory. Lord, we ask you go with us today in your word and help us to understand all that we read. And let it, Father, be a help in our lives, our daily walk, and to others that we may be around. Father, thank you. Thank you so much, Lord for all things that you do for us. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen, everyone. Today we're going to start in uh, Jeremiah 42. Okay? So, let's get started without further ado. Then all the army officers, including Johanan, son of Korah, and Jezana, son of Hosanna, and all the people from the least to the greatest, approached Jeremiah the prophet and said to him, Please hear our petition and pray to the Lord your God for this entire remnant. For as you now see, though we were once many, now only a few are left. Pray that the Lord your God will tell us where we should go and what we should do. Now, pray to the Lord your God. What do you mean your God? They got the same God. Why are they telling Jeremiah to pray to his God? You see, so right there, you know they're not in right standing. <laughs> I have heard you, replied Jeremiah the prophet. I will certainly pray to the Lord your God as you have requested. Notice how he nicely put that. Your God. Okay, um, 
I will tell you everything the Lord says and will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, may the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends sends you to tell us. Again, it's still saying the Lord his God, not their God, not the Lord our God, the Lord your God, right? So do you really think they're going to follow what he's saying? Because they're still insisting that God is not their God. Well, let's just see. <laughs> uh, this is, reminds me of many people today uh, when you're talking to them about the word of God and they say, well, that's your God. You know, like they don't, they don't have the same gods you have. You know, there's only one God. There's not a multiple of gods. There's only one God. Okay? Now, you might have a wrong interpretation or wrong understanding of him, but he's the same God. <laughs> We're all praying to the same God. Okay? If you're not praying to him, then you're not praying to God. You're praying to something else. All right. Let's see what he has to say. Then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends you to tell us. Now, here's another part. Uh, <laughs> if they do not... Um, follow what the Lord says, then they're already condemned themselves in this sentence because they're telling him that the Lord would be a witness against them. Okay? Whether it is favorable or unfavorable, we will obey the Lord our God. Oh, now it's our God. <laughs> so which God is that? To whom we are sending you so that it will go well with us, for we will obey the Lord, our God. Now they're saying our God. Okay. Ten days later, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Notice the word of the Lord didn't come to ten days later. Some people don't even want to wait an hour. They say, oh, he's not paying me. He's not okay. I'm, uh, I'm lost. I'm gone. Uh, he's not caring about me. He doesn't even know me. Blah, 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 blah. Okay? It takes time for the Lord to answer sometimes. It doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it does. But you can count that many a times it does not. Okay? Um, man can't do anything that quickly. Okay? Uh, let's go on. So he called together Johanna, son of Kira, and all the army's officers 
who were with him and all the people from the least to the greatest. He said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to present your petition says. Notice how he put it. So there's no misunderstanding what God he went to, okay? If you stay in this land, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you. For I am grieved over the disaster I have inflicted on you. Do not be afraid of the king of Babylon, whom you now fear. And do not be afraid of him, declares the Lord. For I am with you and will save you and deliver you from his hands. I will show you compassion so that he will have compassion on you and restore you to your land. Now, basically, he's telling them, okay, stay put. Don't worry about the man that I sent to wipe out the masses of you. He won't touch you. Okay? However, if you say you will not stay in this land and so disobey the Lord your God, and if you say, no, we will go and live in Egypt where we will not see war or hear the trumpets or be hungry for bread, then hear the word of the Lord, O remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. If you are determined to go to Egypt and you do go to settle there, then the sword you fear will overtake you there and the famine you dread will follow you into Egypt, and there you will die. Indeed, all who are determined to go to Egypt to settle there will die by the sword, famine, and plague. Not one of them will survive or escape the disaster. I will bring on them. Now, let's be honest. If you send a man of God to speak to God and he comes back and tells you this, are you going to move or are you going to stay put? Yes, you're going to have some discomforts. You're going to have discomforts because you didn't listen to him the first time when he spoke, or should I say the first 10 times he spoke. But, He's already promised you that he's going to build you back up and that he will take care of you. Okay? All right, let's see if they follow. Overment of Judah. Um, okay. Um... 18. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. As my anger and wrath have been poured out on those who live in Jerusalem, so will my wrath be poured out on you when you go to Egypt. You will be an object of curse and 
horror, of condemnation and reproach. You will never see this place again. O remnant of Judah, the Lord has told you, do not go to Egypt. Be sure, uh, be sure of this. I warn you today that you made a fatal mistake when you sent me to the Lord your God and said, pray to the Lord our God for us and tell us everything he says and we will do it. I have told you today, but you still have not obeyed. You have, you have still not obeyed the Lord your God. And all he sent me to tell you. So now, be sure of this. You will die by the sword, famine, plague, in the place where you want to go to settle. So even while he's telling them, they're still preparing to move there. So what was the point of sending Jeremiah to ask their God, or his God, <laughs> what they should do? They were just trying to get Jeremiah's okay. You know, that's how some people do that. They, they already have their answer, but they come into you to get your approval, to side with them. No, mm -mm, that's you. That's your idea. You do that on your own. You suffer the consequences on your own. When Jeremiah finished telling the people all the words of the Lord their God, everything the Lord had sent him to tell them, Azara, son of Hosanna, Hosanna, and Johanan, son of Kira, and all the arrogant men said to Jeremiah, You are lying. The Lord our God has not sent you to say, you must not go to Egypt to sell there. But Barak, son of Nura, is inciting you against us to hand us over to the Babylonians so they may kill us or carry us into exile to Babylon. So Johanan, son of Kura, and all the army officials and all the people disobeyed the Lord's command to stay in the land of Judah. Instead, Johanna, son of Korah, and all of the army officials led away all the remnant of Judah who had come back to live in the land of Judah from all the nations where they had been scattered. They also led away all the men, women, and children, and the king's daughter, whom Nebuchadnezzar, commander of the imperial guard, had left with Gildala, son of Ahakim, the son of Shaphan, and Jeremiah the prophet, and Barak, son of Nero. So they entered Egypt and, and 
in disobedience to the Lord and went as far as Tephanus. In Tephanus, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. While the Jews are watching, take some large stones with you and bury them in the clay in the brick pavement at the entrance to Pharaoh's palace in Tephanes. Then say to them, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. I will send for my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will set his throne over these stones I have buried here. He will spread his royal canopy above them, and he will come and attack Egypt, bringing death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined to captivity and the sword to those destined for the sword. And he will set fire to the temples of the gods of Egypt, and he will burn their temples and take their gods captives. As a shepherd wraps his garment around himself, so will he wrap Egypt around himself and depart from there unscattered. There in the temple of the sun in Egypt, he will demolish the sacred pillars and will burn down the temples of the gods of Egypt. 44, disaster become uh, because of idolatry. So this word came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews living in the lower Egypt in Migdal, Tephanes, uh, and Memphis, and in the upper Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You saw the great disaster I brought on Jerusalem and on all the towns of Judah. Today, they lie des des uh, deserted and in ruins because of the evil they have done. They provoked me to anger by burning incense and by worshiping other gods that neither they nor you nor your fathers ever knew. Again and again, I sent my servants, the prophets, who said, do not do this detestable thing that I hate. But they did not listen or pay attention. They did not turn from their wicked, wickedness or stop burning incense to other gods. Therefore, my furious anger has poured out its rage against the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem and made them the desolate ruins they are today. Now this is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel says. For I bring such great disaster on yourselves by cutting off 
from Judah, the man and woman, the children and infants, and so leave yourself without a remnant. Why provoke me to anger with what your hands have made, burning incense or other gods in or other gods in Egypt, where you have come to live. You will destroy yourselves and make yourselves an object of cursing and reproach among all the nations on earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness committed by your fathers and by the king and the queens of Judah? And the wickedness committed by you and your wives in the land of Judah. You will destroy yourselves and make yourselves an object of curse, cursing and reproach among all the nations on the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness committed by your fathers and by the kings and queens of Judah and the wickedness committed by you and your wives in the land of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem? To this day, they have not humbled themselves or shown <clears throat> reference, nor have they followed my law and decrees I set before you and your fathers. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's obvious they, they, they weren't going to follow. They were asking for help, but it was obvious they weren't going to follow. And that's pretty much how it is today. Um, when people pray, uh, a lot of times they pray and ask for things uh, to be done about something. And then when they receive a word about how it should be done or whether or not they should do it, they don't accept that. And they decide to um, do things on their own even though they've been told otherwise. Okay, uh, 44, 11. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, I am determined to bring disaster on you and to destroy all of Judah. <clears throat> I will take away the remnant of Judah who were determined to go to Egypt to settle there. And they will all perish in Egypt. They will fall by the sword or die from famine. From the least to the greatest, they will die by the sword or famine. And they will become the object of curse, cursing and horror, of condemnation and reproach. And I will punish those who live in Egypt with the sword famine, and plague. As I punish Jerusalem, none of the remnant of Judah will have gone to live in Egypt, will escape or survive to return to the land of Judah, to which they long to return and live. 
none will return except a few fugitives. Then all the men uh, who knew that their wives were burning incense to other gods, along with all the women who were pregnant, a large assembly, and all the people living in the lower and upper Egypt said to Jeremiah, we will not listen to the messages you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord. We will certainly do everything we said we would. We will burn incense to the queen of heavens and will pour out drink offerings to her. Just as we and our fathers, our kings and our fishers did in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. And at that time, we had plenty of food and were well off and suffered no harm. But ever since we stopped burning incense to the queen of heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have had nothing and have had and have been uh, perishing by the swords and famine. The women added, when we burn incense to the queen of heaven, and pour out drink offerings to her. Did not our husbands know that we were making cakes like her image and pouring out drinks offering to her? Then Jeremiah said to all the people, both men and women who were answering him, did not the Lord remember and think about the incense burning uh, to the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem by you and your fathers, your kings and your officials, and the people of the land, when the Lord could no longer endure, endure your, your wicked actions and testable things you did, your land became an object. Hmm an object of cursing and desolated waste without inhabitants. And I've spoke this before. There are many places across this country right now that's just like this because um, they were towns that was rooted in the word of God and they turned and went in another direction. Um, and, uh, of course, the people themselves died off and there were no more offsprings or the offsprings they had moved away. And so now you just got land that's just sitting there and buildings that have rotten away and they're falling apart, decaying. Uh, many of your uh, southern states here in the United States uh, have suffered that plight. Um, there are a few up in the north, but not as many uh, as in the southern states. Okay, uh, because you have burned incense and have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed him or followed his law or his decrees or his stipulations, this disaster has come upon you 
as you can see. Then Jeremiah said to all the people, including the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah and Egypt. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have shown by your actions what you promised when you said, we will certainly carry out the vows we made to burn incense and pour out drink offerings to the Queen of Heaven. Go ahead then, do what you promise, keep your vows. But hear the word of the Lord, all Jews living in Egypt, I swear by my great name, says the Lord, that no one from Judah living anywhere in Egypt will ever again invoke my name or swear, as surely as the sovereign Lord lives, for I am watching over them for harm, not for good. The Jews in Egypt will perish by the sword and famine until they are destroyed. Mm. Those who escape the sword and return to the land of Judah from Egypt will be very few. Then the whole remnant of Judah who came to live in Egypt will know whose word will stand Okay, uh, we're going to do 29, 44, 29. This will be the sign to you. Now, uh, <laughs> the Lord says, then the whole remnant of Judah will, uh, who came to live in Egypt will know whose word will stand mine to theirs. So it's really a challenge that he's telling them. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Of course, we already know what's going to happen. But, I mean, you're, you're literally challenging the Lord when you tell him you're going to do the opposite of what he's telling you to do. You're setting yourself up for wrath from God. This, uh, 29, this will be the sign to you that I will punish you in this place, declares the Lord, so that you will know that my threats of harm against you will surely stand. This is what the Lord said. I am going to hand Pharaoh, uh, for king of Egypt, over to his enemies who seek his life just as I handed Siddiquah, king of Judah, over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, uh, the enemy who was seeking his life. Okay? <laughs> so you can run there if you want, but I'm going to take him too. And you're not going to live since you did not obey my word. You see, we can't ask God to do something for us and then we don't take his advice. 
we decide to do things ourselves and think that it's going to be okay because it's not. Then you're going to end up back knocking at God's door, begging him to help you again. You think he's going to be quick to listen? No. He's going to let you learn your lesson. And then he'll help you. But he'll also remind you that you wouldn't listen to him. And so you had to go through those things. So this is why I say, before you do anything, you go to God and ask him, do I do this? Is it all right? And if it's all right, how do I go about doing it? What do I say? How do I act? How do I approach this thing? You see? Okay, everyone, that is going to be our word for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. This is Ms. McMillan saying have a blessed evening. And for those of you tonight who are um, enjoying getting ready to enjoy the holiday festivities coming in, you know, this is the uh, moon calendar, which was the original calendar. And so today, uh, tonight will be Rosh Hashanah for those of us who are uh, enjoying the holiday. Have a happy New Year's, everyone. Uh, look forward to seeing you in the next new year. Okay? Okay, everyone, this is Minister Macmillan saying have a blessed evening. Enjoy yourselves tonight and have a blessed night.